Hello, welcome back to the Flix Forum podcast with Jesse and MJ, where each episode we go back and look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This is our 15th day of Podmas, where we are releasing an episode every day in the lead up to Christmas. Yay. Yeah, because we love Christmas. <laughs> we do. This is our present to our listeners. Good. So today we have Netflix's 63rd film. It's called The Open House. It's a 2018 horror directed by Matt Angel and Suzanne Coote. It stars Dylan Minetti, Piercy Dalton, Sharif Atkins, Patricia Bethune, and Aaron Abrams. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. 15 days in a row. What did you say? 63rd, 63rd Netflix film. Whew. This crazy venture of ours is, is kind of he- working. It's heating up. <laughs> it is heating up. Heating. And I'm glad that we put ourselves under the pump with Podmas. It's been fun. And there's 10 more days of Podmas to go. So we're over halfway. That's, that's good. That's true. We've we got are. a horror film in the middle of Christmas. You do recall our bet about Christmas uh, analogies or references in the last sort of 12 films. I do. We might have to discuss that bet very soon. All right. All right. We might, we'll start off with our little fast flicks of the film. We are going to spoil this film as we go, and we'll probably spoil it pretty early. So oh, yeah. if you're intrigued by this film, go watch it first. We start with our fast flicks, 30, well, quick little summary of what we thought. So MJ, what do you think of this film? Can you do yours first? Sure. I want, I want, yeah, I wanted to hear yours first. I've said a family tragedy leads to a mother and son moving to an isolated house in the woods. What could possibly go wrong? Okay, I like yours then. <laughs> Question. <laughs> yeah, it's got a question in it again. That's true. It's been a while since it's been you've been a while. Had to have a get a question in there. Done more than you used to do, like three or four words in some of them. So. <laughs> Your turn. My fast flicks for the open house is a horror film with more holes than Swiss cheese in its concept and execution. That you're not quite sure whether you've missed something or you've just been taken on a ride. I couldn't ride a fast flicks. <laughs> just, I like the Swiss cheese analogy straight up. That's did, great. It didn't. It didn't deserve like. Not to mention these issues straight away. Good. I, I couldn't not. That's why I wanted you to go first, so we can go two minutes. <laughs> yep. Without slandering this film, but I had I had a lot of trouble with it. Well, let's let's. Have, well, you mentioned our little Christmas bet, so we we had a little bit of a bet a couple of days ago. Where are we going to have any Christmas references in any of the films? Because we had three Christmas films in a we row. We did. We had three. And in I a think row. I was sad that you know that's all we've got up until now in Christmas and you were like no no there'll be a reference of Christmas in some sorts this one there's definitely a reference to Christmas in it I can't even remember can't remember so <laughs> so I was I was clutching at straws because I was I was getting worried thinking we're never going to get a Christmas this reference this one you know obviously it's like snowy and yeah well they're driving to this house in the middle of the woods and I'm like oh there's snow can we can I count that as Christmas yeah, and I was like oh, of course you can't <laughs> I wrote it down just in case but <laughs> but then as soon as um they rock up to this little shop there's jingle bells playing as they walk through the shop <laughs> then the the guy working behind the counter uh, his name's Chris we'll probably get yeah, to him yeah. later on but on, on his counter in, in the shop he had this little ca- um, calendar on that said 25 days to Christmas and he had this big jar of uh, Santa pens oh, you got me <laughs> so, I, I completely missed that also uh, later that. later in the film there's a scene where they rock up home and there's a table set in the house mm, and as yeah. they walk in um, Silent Night plays was that Silent Night was yeah. it I remember thinking <laughs> after this film I was like Oh, was there any Christmas references in that? And I'm thinking, oh, there really could have been. But I'm like, I don't recall them saying we've got to be back by Christmas or we've got to do this yeah. Christmas. But there you go. So do we double it up? Double or nothing? Or what, what, I'm happy to go double, double or nothing. nothing. All right, let's go double or nothing. Because that didn't feel particularly didn't, festive. Didn't feel, <laughs> didn't feel hard at all. All right, double or nothing. Let's see how we go moving forward if we all get right. any more Christmas references. This will be fun. We've got 10 more movies <laughs> to get through. 10 to get through. All right. <laughs> Sometimes we like to have a look and see if we could find anything out about a film. I need your help with this one. Yep. Okay. Because so, I, I struggled. 
So this one actually had its budget listed on IMDb. Oh, good. A lot of the time, Netflix movies don't because they don't have to. Like they don't list their ratings or yep. their audience numbers or anything. So how much do they spend? Hundred thousand. So it's a oh, minuscule wow. budget. Minuscule. Wow. Could you um, find any references to other films with a hundred thousand budget? There's, you know what? There's very few, but there was a movie, The Gallows, oh, a few okay. years ago, a horror, horror film, film that was uh, not a, not a great film, but. It did quite well at the box office, and that would a huge success story. I believe there is a sequel in the making. I'm, I'm hearing mm. things called The Gallows 2. I haven't looked into it properly, but I'm assuming it's a sequel. Yeah. Um, and there's another film, a 2006 football movie called Facing the Giants, which I'm not familiar with, but that did okay as well for 100 grand. So, 100 grand's a good little spot for a little small horror film. It, yeah, it is, but you know what? Even then, it's small for a, for a horror mm. film. I mean, you could, you could almost crowdfund, or you could crowdfund movies for 100 grand. So. We've got to keep that in mind and, and you have to give some sort of credit where credit's due for making a film for that amount of money. doesn't excuse some of the issues that I'm going to come up, that I'm going to come with later. But um, they shot the film in Big Bear in, in California. Yep. Uh, so that was a 17-day shoot for the mountain scenes, I guess you want to call them. So when they're at the, the, the house, open yeah. house. Uh, and then they went back to LA. So that was in December 2016. Okay. And they went back to LA in January to shoot what was effectively the start of the film um, okay. that will happen sort of in LA. So yeah. All right. Pretty small uh, shooting time. So they basically, um, so Matt Angel and Susan Coote, who are the writers and directors, they had Dylan Minnette attached. They sent him the script and he loved it, which come on, Dylan, oh, come on, mate. Surely he'd be asking for more than a hundred grand in any role moving but, forward. Uh, I think that's what you hear with, um, with actors that they get their payday with films and then they do their little passion projects where they know they can't get paid as much. But yeah, you're right. So he, I think he was working on 13 Reasons Why at the time or it hadn't been released or whatever it was. He started, he agreed to this film whilst that was being made or almost released. Yep. So then it released and became huge. Um, and they had a rough cut of the open house already made. Um, and they took it to Netflix because of the whole Dylan Minnette link. Yep. Um, and Netflix basically just said, yep, yeah, we want to make this one of our original films. And and as Matt Angel and Susan Coote said, they, they rushed it to get it, to get get it ready. Um, Good. Well, yeah, you've been able to find a lot more than I um, I could. And then after that was all done, Netflix made the decision to have no press previews of the film prior to it releasing. Why. I don't know why. I can't work that one out. Um, and Matt Angel and Susan Coote were happy to oblige. Uh, they were sort of, you know what? Netflix knows what they're doing, so let's, let's back them in. Um... So it came out January 19th, January, 2018. Yep. So it's sort of a year after they got everything rolling. Um, it is number 52 on the bottom rated movies on IMDb. That's that's a pretty big... <laughs> like, that's the 52nd worst film rated on IMDb. Disaster movie is number one. Okay. The, like What we're talking about, we're talking about numbers, I guess. Yeah, we could, sorry, we could yeah. probably talk about some numbers. So IMDb, this had quite a, a big... A big amount of people that jumped on to give it a rating. So, yeah. So, it, it had twenty, nearly 27,000 ratings on IMDb for yeah. a 3.2 out of 10. Obviously, we knew that number was going to be small. It's the 52nd worst film <laughs> rated on time. IMDb. But Netflix must be like, people are watching this film. And, <laughs> like, that's, yeah. does that make it a success? I don't know. Um 1.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd as well from nearly 11,000. That's a very low score. 1.5 out of... That's less than the 3.2 on IMDb. <laughs> um, 
What was it on Rotten Tomatoes? So Rotten Tomatoes, it didn't have a consensus. No, it only had 13 that. reviews. So I'm, I'm a bit confused Sometimes on they, how what yeah. you need to get a consensus. Sometimes um, like six or seven reviews gets a consensus. Mm. So it had 23%. The audience, however, was quite a lot lower. How? So, yeah. So <laughs> so the audience had nearly 2,000 rating, ratings. Sure. Only on 9% though. Oh. <laughs> so 9% on Rotten Tomatoes from the audience is... Low. So that's effectively less than one star out of out of oh, out of ten. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's low, real low. That's very low. <laughs> it's actually higher than Letterbox because that'd be like a one point eight out of five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I so the directors got death threats. Really? I don't know how serious these death threats are, but they Wait, got are a they lot Dylan, of Dylan fangirls. Incredibly, incredibly negative feedback on how okay. bad this film was. Um, and you know what? At the end of the day, they're human. It, it, you know, there's no point taking it personally. I think a lot of the consensus, from from what I can gather, is that people were annoyed with the ending. You know what? There's plenty of crappy endings in movies. Don't like. You can sit there and go, "That was a terrible movie," but no one needs to get threatened because of it. No, definitely not. Definitely. And not. this is this is. Uh, Talk about what you want about the ending, but don't get personal. Absolutely not. And I, I think uh, I don't know if I've looked at this, and I know we normally get this later, but it's sort of talk about now with the directors i think yep. this is their first i i don't know if this is their first feature film this i think so <clears throat> possibly um so they work they obviously work together mm. um not sure how so matt angel it's his first feature, feature he did a yep. tv movie but he does lots of acting yeah and they, the they were both in the film like he was the Cop. one of the cops and she was the waitress in the diner at the start, so yeah. well, a hundred hundred thousand dollar budget, so they, might, <laughs> they might as well jump in. But yeah, don't know much about them at all. No, nah, neither do I. And, and I see this as a massive learning curve for for their career in directing because I think that I just and I'll get into it later. Some of the issues I had with this film were just really novice issues. So cool. Uh, should we have a look at our sort of um, early thoughts? Yeah, I don't think I've got much more than I found on the film. Ooh, yeah, all right. So early thoughts. What What are your early thoughts on this one? Yeah, I thought I thought it was atrocious. I really did. It was. It felt like a student film that they'd wanted to adopt as many horror cues as possible, <laughs> but without putting any real substance behind a narrative to make any of these cues work. I, and I've written down like there's slow pa- slow pans around the house that are accompanied <laughs> by ominous music. And then nothing happens. And then nothing's even relevant about slow yeah. panning on the cupboard. There's a lot of things in this film that become irrelevant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not just the true, camera, yeah, camera techniques. Um, constant shots of the shoes of this would-be killer. But then... I have- not revealing him to keep some sort of mystery or ambiguity. I don't know. That's so, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that later because I yeah, feel like no, they no, tried no. to explain that, and then I was like, no, that was yeah. so bad. <laughs> uh, numerous red herrings just thrown around yep. the place that were Massive. clearly red herrings. Yep. Like <laughs> a crazy Alzheimer's suffering neighbor that you know we're going to get a payoff for her, right? No, we're not going to get a payoff. <laughs> of course for not. Her. <laughs> There's no payoff in this film at all. It's like ah, oh, you know, a lot of horror films have this like crazy, and I'm like, that's cool. I'm waiting to see where this ends, and it went nowhere. And then obvious recurring motifs that will basically set you up for the conclusion because they've set you up, hey, keep an eye on this thing, you know, like the music, that, that song <laughs> that he's playing, the fact that he wears glasses and contact lenses, yeah. the fact that he's a bit of a runner and he's going to go running. And <laughs> it's just like, they're like, shit, we've got to put this in. All right, let's put it in there. Oh, let's put it in there. And oh, it just didn't add up to the... Uh... Scathing. I, I don't think I've heard you this scathing I'm in a disappointed, while. Jesse. Okay. I love horror films. Well, that, yeah, I, I had... It's a horror film. I was like, oh, I had decent expectations sure, for this one too. too. I walked into it. I was like, oh, well, and I yeah. love Dylan Manette. 
Yeah, and um, I don't think I should have had any expectations at all. I don't think <laughs> really. it would have helped. Uh, nah, because this was poorly put together and had some real frustrating moments for me, which you've mentioned quite a few, but um, I'll, we'll probably pull them apart a little bit further as we go. Yeah, and I'm all for like a B-grade horror film that has these cliche, obvious scenes to build some suspense. You know, when someone's running and then they fall over and you're just like, oh, fall over, but then your heart's still pumping, you know? And I'm okay with that, but they have to be part of a wider story. They don't just happen because, you know? That's just, everything just happens because this movie. Yeah. Yeah, It's a good way of putting it. All right, let's have a look at some characters. Have you, this is one more thing that annoyed me. Did you have a look at your, um, yeah, how Netflix says what percentage match yes, this okay. is for your film. Yes, okay, Netflix match. Yeah, what was yours for this? I had 69%. What did you have? I had 94. You watched such a lot of but you know horror what? movies. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But there should be like a filter for good or bad films. So yeah, I might like horror and thriller, but I like good horrors and thrillers. So did you give this the thumbs down? I gave it the thumbs okay. down. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, okay, they can't be like, this guy likes horrors. It's like, no, no, no. Like, he doesn't like bad films though. So <laughs> there's got to be like... I'm, I can't tell you how many people I reckon would have done a thumbs up for this film. Yeah. So there's got to be a point where they're like, shit, no one likes this film. We, well, can't, we can't throw out 94% matches. They're probably, let's just match it to anyone. <laughs> Anything. I've got to keep a closer look on this and how, what their algorithm might be because it, that disappointed me. Okay. Good. 94 right. was high. 69 for yeah. enough. You shouldn't have had expectations. That was, that was still pretty high. I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. It's close to 70. I was like, yeah, I might, might enjoy it. True. All right, characters. We should start off with um, Logan. Logan Wallace. And I'm going to apologize if I refer to him as Clay throughout because that's, sure. that's all. <laughs> well, this is such a shame for me. Firstly, because I think Dylan Minnette is very talented. Um, and he was really working with nothing here. But he was the one that signed on for it as well. So, But his performance was fine. No issues with his performance. His character was basically, for me, because you're going to call him Clay. I'm, he was drawing inspiration from his Goosebumps character. <laughs> like moving into a new place with his mum. And his Don't Breathe character which is a horror where he's stuck inside a house with a dangerous man. Yeah. So it's like they didn't branch out too far with Dylan Minnette for this. Is Perfect casting. Yeah, but it annoyed me where he would flip out for reasons that could seem understandable, you know, going through losing your father and being moved away and scary shit happening in a house. But they hadn't set it up properly for him to lose yeah. his shit on something. I think things. what frustrated me the most about that sort of thing is especially as soon as his mum talks to a guy it's like out of yeah. nowhere he's just like here's this hissy fit that you know she's being flirted with I can't deal with this I need to storm out and yeah. I was like yeah there was no which is fine like I can yeah. understand a character being like that but you need to you need some build gets, up for yeah. Yeah, why again it's probably just one of those things there like oh we're gonna get the kid getting angry at the mum bang let's bang. do it like no there's there's a subtlety to it that you need to understand the character because he was doing things and I'm like where'd that come from yeah it, like they set him up this you know this nice kid who is happy to use his birthday money to pay for food for his mum because she yeah. hasn't got enough money. Yeah, exactly. And then you know, without any real bad things happening, the very lo- next scene. Yeah, and then he loses his absolute bananas at her like later on in oh, the house yeah. as well. And I was like, that the reaction to that probably wasn't. Well, I I didn't feel no, that reaction. Because to that. that that scene was to get them off the case because they were starting to figure out that some creepy stuff was going on in the house. Yeah. yeah. So that was the audience being like, are they going to figure it out? And then, fair enough, throw us off again, but be true to your characters, you know? That's, yeah. it's literally a plot progression move, which just completely changes the character. And you're like, oh, well, this, this isn't real. This person isn't a real person. This character isn't a real person. I've got Marry Me Next. Yeah, so do I. And sim- Sorry, I just hit the microphone. That's okay. <laughs> Similarly, I had no issues with P.C. Dalton's acting performance. And in fact, I thought it was a commendable performance considering what she was working with. Didn't have much. What do you mean? 
like to, to work, work with. Yeah, yeah sorry, that's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I thought, and I thought she was all right. Like, I, I want to sort of keep that clear about my concerns with the film. I, I, yeah, the the character as well, like we've mentioned, didn't have much, and to me, it didn't sort of show this mother who was there for her son once the father's gone. Mm. Like, you know, they've got no money, so let's go rent free at this place out in the middle of nowhere. That's all cool. I get that. But then you don't show her, like, attempting to get any work or, you know, it's just like, I'm just going to do my hobby photography without even worrying about any of this financial sort of stress- stresses as well. Well, I, like, to your point, I, I actually don't... I didn't understand her motivations for moving to the mountains anyway. Like... I couldn't afford the rent at that place, so they needed somewhere to live, I guess. And, but, sure, but were they... <sighs> Like it wasn't like there was going to be easy for her to get a job or anything. Yeah, but that's the thing. But they, but I'm sure she had a job at home, maybe. But then she just stopped working, and then there was no money. But then they just kept like living with no work, and yeah, I don't know. The whole motivation was really weird. It was like we just need to get them as quickly as possible to this <laughs> isolated location to try and get some scares. Yeah, and this this is I'm going to bring it up now because it's relevant for the character. <laughs> but this is in my scenes when she says to her sister. Oh, he'll kill me if he pulls me out of school. If I pull him out of school, and the next scene they're driving to the mountain. Yeah, it's like, hang on, resolve that first. Please. No, but then the next to fix that up, it's okay. I'll make sure we're back for your graduation. Yeah. So it's all solved. It's okay. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Um, and oh, yeah, anyway, yep, go. No, I don't have much. I, I thought, I thought she actually powered through her own grief to to sort of not let that um, show on her son. And I, I actually, I liked that scene where she did sort of open up to, to Logan and sort of say like, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling here. I'm allowed to struggle here. And that, then obviously that scene got ruined for the back <laughs> half of it. But like, you never really saw her grieve. And I think that was her trying to be a good mum yeah. in that sense. But I think they may have done an okay job with this where they had, you know, she slept with that photo under the pillow. And I guess that's sort of that reason why when she finds that photo has been scrunched up, then that's her. Yeah. She's bad. Yeah. 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 There could have been a lot more done with grief in this. Like, a lot. Yeah. yeah, easily. Who have you got next? Um, I have... So, I only have two more and I have very little to say on either of those two as sure. well. But I've got Martha next. Yep. Um, and the only thing I really have to say without any sort of proper payoff, this character doesn't work at all. Nope. As I said, it's like they've seen this type of character in other comp titles and thought, oh, we should, we should put one in ours. Yeah. It was okay. like, and that's it. Let's put this trippy as shit old lady who likes to hang out in the woods... And we'll, we'll mention, she's got dementia, but we'll just make yeah. her seem like she's scary. There could have been cool payoffs with her. Definitely. There, there just wasn't. No. I got nothing else to say on her. Me either. I, developed. I didn't have a lot. The other, uh, yeah. Did well, you have Chris? Yeah, he was the other one I had. So I felt so bad for this guy. Well, I think he was just another red herring character. Yep. Like, they try to make it out like, yeah, like I said, he's this creepy sort of dude. You're thinking, is he the sort of guy... And then he just ends up dying for being nice. Yeah. But yeah, show okay, he's a That's nice guy. That's probably supposed to be a twist, wasn't it? Because you're supposed to think, oh, they let him in the house. No, not, not, it wasn't one situation where I thought he was a bad guy because it was obvious that they were trying to make him look like a bad was, guy. Yeah. But in what world would he end up looking at their house um, without like trying to fool the audience into thinking he's the suspect? Like yeah. that scene where it's like, oh, I just saw the open for inspection. Yeah, I'd kill for this kind of privacy. It's like, oh, stop <laughs> just throwing it in our face. I had Brian, his dad, down too. I was just like, you kill this guy straight off. He's the only one. I feel like that, maybe it was because he's only on the screen for a tiniest of times, but I thought his connection with Logan was probably the best connection between any characters they did a, in the whole film. I mean, and that was the goal, wasn't it? Yeah. Right? To make you feel this actual loss. Mm. So yeah, they, they did do that quite well, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't and know his name's Brian. I just broke down Alison too. I'm like, what a lovely person just to lend this lovely house out 
the sister. Sister, yeah. Terrible acting. That one scene that she's in, <laughs> I'm like, I bet you she's someone's mate. Yeah. Because she's like four lines. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, and she didn't look at, they didn't look at all like sisters. No, no <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, very generous, but I think she's obviously quite well off or she's married into someone who's well off. Look at the house. That house is a stunning house. It's a lovely place. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going and staying there for a bit. But didn't Logan say that when they rocked up? He's yeah. like, why <laughs> haven't we been here? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question. Great question. I thought, like, you mentioned this before. I didn't mind um, Dylan Minnette in this. Um, the, um, up until he got injured. I didn't mind him in it. I thought he was okay. And like, then, right near the end? Right near the end when he got injured. Yeah. Then, for me, his performance got bad. Yeah. It got it, it turned bad. And I think the combination of the ending of the actual narrative as yeah. well as his acting just threw it out. Yeah, massively. true. When he's sort of limping around. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Thought, yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad point. But it's a diff- it was a difficult role. Really difficult role. I will, do you want to look at some scenes? Yes. Okay. What stood out? Did you have anything that you liked about this? I had two scenes. I got two, two things. I got two as well. So this one I liked at the time, but it still pissed me off because there wasn't a payoff. But uh, the, very, the very first night or second night or whatever, when Logan goes outside, there's a knock on the door. <laughs> I think we're going to have the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then he saw Crazy Martha. That was a good scare. And... and I felt really uneasy watching that scene. It's like the only time in the film I actually felt uneasy. <laughs> and I was like, cool, let's let's see more of this. Cool, yep. I've, I've got the same thing. Wandering around, he's looking at the deer and then just a quick turnaround, bang. Yeah. What are you doing in my house? It's like, whoa, not good. That got me. Yeah. I, I had a bit of a jump. So <laughs> if, if, you know, that's that's a good learn for the directors. More of that, please. Because they, they had opportunities to give you scares and it's like they pulled out. The basement, there were so many opportunities. Yeah. And, yeah. What's your other one? The other thing I quite liked was the idea of the pilot light for that hot water was a nice way to showcase like the fear of someone being down there. They probably maybe overused it one one too many times. But it was just a cool technique to to show or to tell this story um, without being blunt about, oh, the light's going off. Like, no, someone's has to physically blow that or blow that candle yeah. out or blow that light out so or turn that. So I, I, I thought that was quite well done. Cool. What was your other thing? My other one was, uh, not that I liked the violence, but I thought the violence at the end was done all right. Like when Logan walks outside and he sees Chris in the car dead, I thought, you know, the prosthetics and stuff on that was cool. Oh, okay, sure. And then... Uh, just the slit throat, wasn't it? Yeah, just yeah. the slit throat. And then the, the fingers snapping. Like I, I couldn't Whoa, watch it. Oh, yeah. So like, I'm not saying that I liked it, but it was like... Probably didn't need to do like eight fingers. No, every every <laughs> finger... I, can't, I was like, snap, 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 snap. I was like, like oh, he's going to do one. Oh, he's going to do two. He's going to do... Oh, what? So like for going. a horror movie where, you know, you, there's times where you want to not look at the screen and turn away that... True. Yeah, I'll him give him that because yeah. I, I felt that as well. <laughs> I didn't kind of see why that would, he was doing that. That was like torture for the sake of torture. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's time we move into some things that we want to forget. Yeah. There's a couple. There's a couple. Yeah. I've got a couple too. Um. This. I'll go chronologically. So. Good. When they drove to the mountain, they literally drove all night, and then they arrived in the morning. What the hell? And remember, they stopped at the shop and met yeah. Martha <laughs> at night time. <laughs> at night time. And then and they was, still drove a lot more. <laughs> yeah, because it was in morning. So the shop, let's say, and I, I'm if I said the shop closes at nine, that's probably being generous. The it was like a servo. It was like a maybe it was a twenty four hour. Yeah, but Martha was there, like, and and lucid. Martha likes to wander the woods lucid, at night. Yeah, Who knows how true. far she walked? True, but it didn't seem that late anyway. <laughs> and, yeah. and then it was morning when they arrived. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, I, I'm sort of yeah. Sorry, you go, you go, keep going. 
Um, <laughs> that that really extended scene when he arrived of him walking around the house mm-hmm. into like every single room, then going to the basement, and then the music rising and kind of crescendos on like the dead end yeah. in the basement. And we don't know what that did. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this will come back at least. I still think it's a terrible shot, but this will come back. It didn't even come back. No. Like, oh, maybe that's, so bad. that's where the guy was hanging out. <laughs> maybe he's behind the bricks. Yeah, stuff. no one actually walked down there again. So. Um, the scene that I liked before about um, him going downstairs on the first night when he hears a knock. Why didn't the mum come down when the car horn went off? Like, come on, that was pretty loud. It's a deep sleeper. Yeah, I was waiting for her to come. I thought when he turned around, it was going to be her. But anyway. <laughs> this one really annoyed me. You know how they had the open for inspection? Yeah. She's like, we've got the open for inspection I think tomorrow. Gonna, I think I might have this too. We have to be out by 11. 11, yep. And then the, o- the, the open house flyer said 10 to 5. Yeah. That was just really slack. That is so bad. Like they And they made a big deal about having to be out by 11. <laughs> and then the camera just zooms out and it's like, there's the sign. Like 10, 10 to 5. It's like they got like a real open for inspection sign. It's like, oh crap, we can't. We can't write on it because it's someone else's. <laughs> or they're trying, they're thinking that you're going to think that there's something more to it than there was already. And yeah. I thought this film is really sloppy and then you lose, you lose a little bit from it. Yeah. It was, it was so funny. <laughs> um, there was a scene, I think it was when uh, Naomi was taking photos of the wall, like just outside. Yep. Just the nature. Just... And then Logan walked outside. Mm-hmm. And then there was, again, this big crescendo had nothing. He was just like looking outside. And I'm like, did I miss anything? Like, why did he walk outside in the first place? But no, no, they just did it. There's so much they didn't explain. <laughs> yeah. um, annoyed me that he never looks puffed or tired after he runs. He's a machine. Yeah, right? He's a machine. But then he was. Then he vomited. Yeah, <laughs> but like, that's that's not good acting. He needs to do better at that because he's he's running quick. Um, that annoyed me from yeah. the very start. Just, this is a film that's filled with these little moments that you're sitting there and you want this payoff and you just don't get it, so it become annoying. But yeah, yeah, that's true. And then just to top it off, they chuck in a nightmare scene where you don't know it's a nightmare, but then you see his dad dying and then it's like, wake up. It's like, oh, it's like you've used every single cue that you've ever read about horror or yep. seen about horror. They read the ABCs of horror oh, and just gone, okay, we need this, 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 this. So that was pretty scathing, but what have, what have I missed? Uh, well, not to miss, just probably different things that annoyed me. Like, cause oh, I totally get how they, <laughs> like, I totally get how they're all annoying. Uh, I didn't like the contact lens, like putting it in the AI. That was like a bit gross to me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That, that was, was obviously for that little payoff pay the the that he, <laughs> he couldn't see. <laughs> oh, he just pulled his contact Contacts lenses out. out. I've worn contact lenses for 15 years and... It's not the kind of thing that you just do on other people. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm a villain. I'm going to rip his contact lens. Uh, Something different though. In the on their venture in the car on the way there, like they, you know, they they're driving along, drops the phone. I'm sitting there going, ah, oh, this is the perfect opportunity. And then remember, there's just this random guy in the middle of the road. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. I laughed. I laughed because I was like, I'm sitting there going, okay, there's going to be a, you know an animal that runs out. There's going to be something. But it's just a yeah. random guy and in then, the road. Then he was gone. Yeah. So actually, that's that's fine like if you build on that yeah like because i forgot about that was that dragon that's the guy that's in the house if it's not then that's a shocking scene <laughs> but there's no connection so you don't know anyways because yeah, you know what i think that was before they got to the shop yeah so that would so have been ages of hike <laughs> <laughs> um like is it like we're just talking about these things that it's didn't pay off not. so <laughs> they made this big deal at the start before um the dad dies you know the um Whatever, Renee, the mum says, don't forget the milk. 
And you know, you specifically see him forget the milk in the service station. And then when they're on their way to the house, the first thing that she goes to the fridge and gets the milk yeah. out. It's almost like, oh, that bloody bastard forgot the milk. milk. We didn't have any here. But I'm going to get it. So I'm a good parent. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then, you know, her nose starts bleeding. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that, that oh, it's, come the alti- it's the altitude. Maybe it was the Maybe altitude. It, obviously it was. Because it didn't come. Because <laughs> it didn't come. Again, it's like a thing they've seen in a horror film. Yeah. Like, let's make her nose it's bleed. Like, like, yeah, you know, yeah, let's make her nose bleed. You go to the basement. The light doesn't work. But there happens to be a torch just sitting there on the Every bench. Every time. Yeah, yeah, ready to, to go. Um, and that piece of wood on the staircase... That was so obvious that one of those planks was going to break. Oh, yeah. But then every time they went to the basement, then on, the staircase was fine, yeah. 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 They showed it once. (laughs) They showed him skipping Skipping the step. Uh, The guy out the front with the lights on, I was just like, you know, you mentioned it. He goes outside, you know, the car out the front. Yeah, yeah. That was just... That was her car. That was their car. Yeah, but it was just... Either way, it's it's, it's it's almost worse. Yeah. Um, Anything with that Ed, the open house guy, was just lame as well. He was woeful. Like, you know... They get back and the house is open and he's inside. We'll get to that when we talk about okay. killer theories. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, good. Uh, all the you mentioned this the, the feet in the open house. You know, they, 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 there's this real focus on the feet. And, it's like you're watching Bold and the Beautiful. And they make it out like when Chris stays the night on the couch. They make it out like he gets on the couch and takes his shoes off, no. and they leave the shoes there, and they make it out like oh. They're the shoes that Chris wore. But he made it clear I was not at that open house yeah. that day. So I, I don't know what they were trying to do he with that. He also like never had, even though they only showed him from like the waist down, he never had like a Chris build. Oh, I don't know. Um, they're putting the phone on charge. Like they just left the camera on there. It's so obvious. Yeah. Oh, he's putting the phone on charge. It's going to disappear. Yeah. That annoyed me. Uh, the scene where Clay gets... Oh, sorry. There you go. You said you'd do it. It's I said right. I'd do it. Um, Logan. Logan. The same way Logan gets down on the floor to listen on the floor. <laughs> puts his head on the ground. <laughs> That's right. And just thumps. And he gets scared. What What was that? I'm assuming the killer was down there. What, with a jackhammer underneath just waiting for him to put his head on the ground and bang it? Or? I don't know. Maybe when you, like, when you turn the pilot light off, it uh, makes a big bang. Makes a bump. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, like I mentioned before, I thought the scene where... Uh, Logan and the mum go at it and he's like, you're fucking insane and stuff. Yeah, I just, that came from nowhere and just didn't terrible. sit right with me. Terrible. And uh, you know what? I liked, I said, I liked the first part of that, part of that scene where she's, she says to him, I'm allowed to feel like this. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? She she absolutely is. I'm good. This is good to hear. And then bang. It's bang. like, oh no, you ruined it. The mum getting Chris's phone number and putting it on the bedside <laughs> table and Logan walking in and they're just having this conversation. I wasn't even listening to the conversation because I was just watching that piece of paper yeah. until he came and picked it up. And the final thing, I didn't like that he stabbed his mum. Yeah. I, I didn't see it coming though. But, yeah. I don't know. I was just, yeah, whatever. Bit rough. He didn't need that. Nah. <laughs> okay. What, this is tough. What are some themes in this film? What are some things that it's trying to say? This movie was trying to say... There are a number of horror cues that audiences are familiar with, but they don't work unless they are tied back to a narrative idea. Okay. That's what this film told me. Cool. You can, if you dug a little bit deeper and found something, then I'm, I want to hear it. I had to like, I nearly got to the core of the earth to try and find something. <laughs> I was like, okay, so maybe they're talking about dealing with the loss of the father a little bit. That, that they didn't do it. They didn't, could have, but yeah. they didn't really. They, they made little mentions here mm. and there, but didn't do it well. No. The other thing was... I had to reach really far with this, mm. but having your dreams taken away. She wanted to be a photographer. He wanted to be a runner and their dreams were not going to happen being at this place. At that, Yeah. I was going to say, there's no reason why those dreams weren't going to happen though. For what it's worth. But his times were getting slower and slower and slower being here. So he wasn't, he wasn't working. She started it. taking photos when she hadn't done it for a long time. 
Yeah, true. So, yeah, I was was struggling. That was like... (laughs) I can see how this film got made. I can... I I think it's poor, but I can see how they came up with all this this stuff. Because it's worked elsewhere, right? But there's more to it than just what happens on the surface. I remember when I made my first film in like year 12. Um... And it is it is disgusting. It is like the worst film that I've ever made because I like look at a shot. And I'm like, oh, that shot's cool. I'll just do that shot because I've seen it before. But I don't link it. You don't link it back to anything. No. And that's what this felt like here. That people have been like, oh, that's this works in in X. Mm. So I'm gonna put it here. Um, just a mishmash of all random things. What's that? Uh, like the movie, the horror film, The Visit. Did I see that? No, I don't think I saw it with you. The Visit, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, film. I've seen The Visit. Yeah. Really creepy with the two old people. So I'm thinking like, oh yeah, old. Alzheimer's people work in horror films. Yeah. Let's chuck them in here. But like, there's so much more than why they why work. Okay, what do we take away from this? Before we do that, because I'm at what point are we going to talk about the killer theories? Because this, go for, I, I, yeah, go. I didn't have any killer theories. So. This, this door is, I guess, left what not wide open, but open enough. It's, a, it's a somewhat ambiguous ending. They don't show you who the killer is. No, which is annoying. I think it's a cop out. Who do you think the killer was? No one. A random dude. Yep, just Correct. a random. So, which is just <laughs> shocking. So, there's three. There's three theories. Not theories, no, but there's ideas. three candidates. Okay. I think that we met that could be the killer. Okay. Who? One of them is Martha's husband. Okay, he's not actually dead. He's not actually dead. Um, Why did the guy who fixed the gas heater say that he was actually dead then? Well, that's the thing. How crazy is Martha, right? Or is this whole big is this whole thing a big ploy between Martha and the husband to try and you know get a bit killy? But, uh, but and so she said, "Hey, let's pretend that you're dead. I'll go a little bit crazy, and then you can go on a murderous rampage with no one being able to suspect you because you're not around." And constantly invite the the plumber over to keep your company because yeah. you tell I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't like that one. But I also don't see the motive because she sort of there was one thing that she said where like, oh, you know, because this is when she was pretending her husband was alive. Mm. It's like, oh, we just really don't don't want them to sell. Like, we're going to really yeah. miss this place. That's the only motive I can think of. But that kind of gets. Uh, shot out the window when the final scene of this random guy just driving to another open house makes it like he's like the open house killer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other one is the real estate agent. Again, no motive, but it's the only thing that explains his weird behavior <laughs> in the house. Because unless he's like seeing the killer when he's there and... I'd have to... I don't want to watch it again, but I'd have to go back and think about that night that he left. I think crap happened in the house when he left. After he'd left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But unless he set things... I don't know. But... Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. And what about the, when they have the open house, they show the boots. He wasn't wearing boots when that's they were on the open so, house. That's why I've got the plumber. Okay. Purely because of his frame. <laughs> he kind of fit the, fit the mold. I can't believe we're wasting time. And the fact that he had the phone. I know very easily yeah, could have okay. just had the phone down there when the real killer left it down there. Well, there could be something to that. If, Again, no motive. If they actually made you think of these three people as actual like suspects, that would have been okay. But I didn't even consider any... Like, I finished the film and I didn't even consider any... I think they wanted suspects. you to think they were. Well, they didn't do a good job. No. And I think the idea was that it was like, you know, the movie The Strangers, you know, where they just... It's it's like a... Oh, they, the 50s one. Uh, unless it was remade with... Uh, okay. It's got Liv Tyler, early 2000s. But basically, they, these people like torment this home. Okay. And they're like, why would you do it? Well, because you were home. So they just picked a house. Similar to like the Manson killings yep. and stuff like that. Um... The, I did see a theory online that Logan was the killer 
And this whole thing is like a big trip out that he has for dealing with the grief of his father dying. And I tried to make this work. I was like, oh my God, imagine if this film is like so clever that none of us got it. But it really doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not it. Uh... So much stuff doesn't. They're you know, like, oh, but the contact lens at the end is just him taking him out himself. You know, he stabbed his mother. I'm like, oh God, there's something to this. What about, and what, he just woke up from the creek bed when he's cold, dead? But yeah, it doesn't work, like, no. with him being outside with the cold water on him with his mum <laughs> popped all her fingers out and, um, and she's like, Logan, help me, and he helps her. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't work. But anyway, I think, it, again, I do think it is just some random dude that is just kills people yep. at open houses. couldn't agree more. But, you know, this is... This is oh, I can't believe people have gone into that. Okay, good. No, that's just me as well, the people. I just had to... Chris was never... You needed an answer. Yeah, and I thought we could talk through it, but there's nothing to talk through. I'm sorry. I'm giving you donuts donuts on that. I got nothing. (laughs) All right, what do we take from this, please? Um, They they kept missing out on opportunities for a scare, it felt. And I don't know if that was like a clever way of... Remember we we watched um, The Pretty Thing That Lives Lives in the House? house, Yep. And that was... that One of the main concepts of that film was it was not... Probably not quite a horror because they kept sort of lingering the camera so you'd expect a scare and then it would take it away from you. Because, yep. you know, every, doesn't, every film doesn't have to be as you expect it. But this felt like it was being a little bit too clever. And there were so many times where it missed out on what could have been a really cool scare. Um, Definitely, yeah. One scare was all I got. Yeah, same. And it, they did it well. So they've got it in their wheelhouse. I also think that ambiguous endings aren't clever just because you leave it open. Like, they're clever because it makes you think outside the box, where this was just dreadfully lazy way of yeah, ending it. Didn't make me think at all at the end. Nah. Not at all. I, yeah. For, and for me, it was a, for a fairly, like, runtime. it wasn't that long, but it felt slow for it me. It did, yeah. Real it slow. Did. And it's those lingering shots you're talking about, um, just giving you nothing, Led just with nothing, music, yeah. yeah. Um, and there were, there were too many things that weren't resolved. Mm. They were just put there for the yeah. sake of being put there, and that just frustrated Red herrings, too. they're yeah. everywhere. Yep. All right. IMDb time. Did you jump on IMDb at all to look up anyone or anything? I actually didn't know this movie. No, did you? Um, I, well, I knew like from knowing um, Dylan Minnette that I had to have a Lost reference in here. So he plays in Lost, the TV show, JJ Abrams show. Okay. He plays the kid version of Jack Shepard um, in Dylan that Man- show. Dylan yeah. Minnette does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So right. I knew that before, but I did look up the cop, Matt Angel, the director. Oh, did you? So when he rocked in, I'm like, that guy's face is familiar. And he's been in so much TV. And in, like he was in Grimm, a TV show I watched for a little bit, but he just looked real familiar. Yeah, right. So I did look him up, but yeah, that was all. Yeah, okay. Do you have any questions? I've got a lot of questions. I've got quite a few questions. Um, I've got one that we sort of touched on. So let's... And I know it's kind of hard to make sense of things, so we might not even really have an answer. So we're not saying that the real, no, real estate agent was a killer option. So why was he always in such a rush, a rush and like a fluster to get out? And because they just don't like real estate agents; they're just dweebs. I don't know. Like it was, yeah. You don't think apart from the fact they tried to make it seem suspicious. That's probably it was just it was. another one of these red herrings that yeah, they're just trying yeah. to make you think it's someone else. Cool. Yeah, that was all I had. Uh, so they got this guy out to fix the water heater. Mm. Why didn't they get someone to fix the light in the basement too? I could have solved a lot of things in the basement. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even it. That, <laughs> I don't know. That, I was just thinking that. No, like, really. They always had light down there. It wasn't like torch. being... Yeah, just, but it wasn't like being in the dark caused them too much of an issue. 
Nah. But there were a couple of scenes where they had the, the bad guy sort of in the shadows, like behind them and stuff. <laughs> True. Did you know, I almost I almost wrote down as one of the funny scenes when he walks in on his mum naked in the bathroom. <laughs> that was pretty clever, the way they timed that. For him to just, she sort of yells because yells, obviously yeah. the water's cold. He yeah. runs in there because he's having these weird thoughts and she's just like, bang, completely naked. I was like, that's pretty funny. <laughs> the, the way to make it awkward. <laughs> uh <laughs> at the end, so when Logan goes out to see that Chris's neck's been slit and then mm. the killer sort of bangs him against the car, he's on the floor. And then he pours like, I'm guessing it was gasoline all over him. I thought that initially. That's what I thought too. But I think it was just cold water. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Freeze the bastard. Because I thought that too. He's poured gasoline on him. He's going to light him on fire. Yeah. And then he just nicked off. And then he comes the inside and he's got icicles yeah, he's on like, his face. <laughs> <laughs> I initially had that as a question. Okay. Like, did he just pour cold water on him? But then I know, no, he did. Just pour cold water on him. Okay. <laughs> sure. Um, kind of screwed with him a little bit though, so it wasn't the worst idea. But it was such a weird... There's thing. a scene where the you know the mum gets up to go to the toilet and the killer's oh, yeah. in the bed next to her. Do you seriously think that she thought that was Logan in bed with her the whole time? I... Have you the way they do that scene? She kind of like turns her body the yeah. whole way so she doesn't even like half look at the bed next to her. I actually, I was so, like, there wasn't even a, was there a line of dialogue that said, "Hey, if you get scared, come jump in bed with me for the night." No, no, they, they already said. Oh, okay. They already said. Um, she, he said, "Jump me to sleep in sleep here night." Yeah, but either way, like she clearly avoids like looking at that side of the bed. Yeah. I actually, my wife was like, oh, how was that movie that you watched? And I said, it was atrocious. And I, I explained that scene to her. I'm like, so, so she's like, goes to the toilet and comes back. And like, for, for starters, why is he in the bed with you? It was how weird. How come we didn't write that scene? That was a stinker. Uh, and then she spends like 10 minutes in there looking at the photos. And then that's, just not, that's like another scare, right? Where you finally look at a photo. photo. Who took that? Oh my God. Um, and then so, you know, the the killer ties her up, breaks her fingers, yeah. and she screams. And all <laughs> the, Where is he? Where did he go? Is he trying to lure Logan back in? Well, Logan obviously comes... But he wanted him to freeze to death, didn't he? Well, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he go back down to the basement? Didn't they find him in the basement initially? No, he grabbed the... He grabbed the like, and that annoyed yeah. me too because... Basement's where he does his work. Yeah, but... So, Logan was upstairs with the mum. Mm. And then the next scene yeah. shows him running from downstairs upstairs again. Yeah, I noticed that. And then she was gone. Yeah. yeah. But he was already upstairs and he's run. I don't know. That, yeah, that was annoying. And the last one I had was... What was the point of making Logan a runner when he couldn't even use that skill at the end to get away? Because to me, you put all this effort into building him as this runner. So, True. he should be able to run away at the end. And then you beat him so much that he can't even run. I guess it's another red herring. Because they did... They obviously made the line like when she said run kind of made that have a bit more you know oomph but okay I missed the oomph <laughs> yeah no, the movie. <laughs> okay I had, a, I had a question yes good does Logan have any friends this is a guy whose father just passed away he's about to graduate high school and you don't hear boo from any of his friends true like, check in on him hey how you doing man he's too obsessed with that song that they liked that he shared with his dad like at least but he needed that phone so he must have been using the phone for something at least like give him like one friend who's yeah. like hey man Checks I get that it. you need space alright like give me that he becomes a little bit more real yeah fair come on time to wrap this up God, time to wrap this let's up let's do it so <clears> we <throat> like to have a chat and work out out of five what we would give a film I'm looking forward to this MJ what are you going to give well, us out of five because of the mystery nature of the film, I found myself waiting for a payoff. Mm. It never came. All of these weird and thoughtless horror executions ensured it was never going to be good, 
but it still could have come out with a pass mark. As I said, I don't mind B-grade horror films. Yeah. As you can tell, it completely missed the mark for me. It turned out to be a lazy, undeveloped, and atrocious excuse for a horror film. The genre deserves better than this rubbish. It's one star, though. Okay. I'm not giving it half a star. The this films, is- <laughs> and I, I need to, I need to preface this. The films that I've given half a star to, and yes. there's only two: Brahman Naman, Brahman Naman, and Pee Wee's Big, Big Holiday. <laughs> I actively dislike them as I was watching them. Basically, from start to finish, I disliked those films. Whereas this one, I was intrigued for a little bit. Obviously, I got led down the wrong path. path yeah. But that's why it's not a half a star. But this movie sucked. Fair. One. So I'm the same. I, I found this really, really, really hard to enjoy. Um, where everything they painstakingly put there for you to think about didn't matter. Yeah. So to me, like that's just horrible. You know, there's no explanation of why they were targeted. There's no identity of the killer, and there's no payoff. Lazy. So I'm giving it one as well. Yeah. You know what we should have done? We should have looked for a positive review online. We should have, and we could have yeah. given that person a bit see, of a no, but see what they had to say. Yeah. Because you know what, everyone movies is objective. That's why we love movies. True. Subjective to a degree. (laughs) So this average is out to one star. One star. Very good. So we are on social media. We have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are at Flix Forum. We pop a question of the week up every now and then. This week, taking it from the film, do you think that open houses are weird? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know why? It's probably one of the better dialogue pieces of the film. Because they're they're a little bit weird. weird. (laughs) People just come in and check your house out. I thought that as well. So we should have put that in the good scenes. Okay. So... We are back tomorrow. Back tomorrow. Back tomorrow. We are doing a French comedy from 2018. Cool. It's called Blockbuster. Blockbuster. It's directed by Julie Hygrek. It stars Cyrus Shahidi, Charlotte Gabris, and Tom Hygrek. So get on board. Cool. Blockbuster. I think it's going to be quite different to this. (laughs) This wasn't a blockbuster. Different language too. (laughs) That was what I was taking out of it. I don't know. I don't know if this was necessarily English. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, good chat as usual. And I'll see you tomorrow and we'll hear from everyone else tomorrow too. Looking forward to it.